um, we started the process four or five months later, we had actually completely sold out of territories in the United States. Welcome to the brand zone zone. We'll talk about everything, marketing, everything, sales, scaling your business with your host, Brandon C, digital marketing expert. Yeah, let's get into it. Woo. Welcome, welcome everybody to the brand zone zone. Here for all your marketing, branding, scaling, and selling advice. Man, you all are in for a special treat today. I have a special guest, Mr. Brendan Tom Tomlin. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Close Tom- enough. Tom- yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got your accent, which I love. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Down south, you know, it's Tolman, you know. <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, it's yes, Tolman. Tolman, yeah, it's Tolman <laughs> Yes, sir, man. We, we appreciate you coming on the show. We're going to get into some licensing, licensing information. Sure. And this is going to be new for me. I, I know my audience is going to get some jewels from this as well. So, first of all, thank you for coming on the show, Brandon. Hey man, it's my pleasure. I get to look at your sweet beard, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> and I just bought some beard oil, man. And Ooh, looking hey, good. Bro, hey, I'm proud of it, bro. I went to the dentist today. It had like some mango scent. I'm like, yeah, come on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> live the dream right there. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your agency. How'd you start? Uh, sure. What What did it look like when you started your agency? Yeah. So, so, uh, it's a wedding business and, and, and I literally like when I started being an entrepreneur, I did not want to do weddings, man. I thought they were the worst. Uh, I hated dealing with brides and stuff, but I started off kind of as a videographer, um, shot a bunch of weddings, ended up kind of building a, a company in Utah where I would just contract out the work. And, um, we had, we had, we developed an app to help scheduling and all that stuff. So we kind of spent years like getting our business just like a wedding business like built. And then um, after I'd kind of successfully proven it out in Utah, I had a business partner who came to me and said, dude, you could take this internationally. Um, you have literally all the systems, like you have everything you need, hundreds of Im- hundreds of thousands of images, like from weddings. He's like, you should like license your software, basically your model, your, you know, your name to allow entrepreneurs to um, start their own toll and media wedding business in different States. So um, we started the process four or five months later, we had actually completely sold out of territories in the United States. And so currently we're working on, uh, international. So, so we're all actually, we just sold the whole UK, Canada. Um, so now that's kind of what it's, it's been interesting to go from like me shooting weddings to then me running a business in Utah to then now I'm like trying to figure out how to run like an international business. So, Oh, wow. That is amazing. And, just the fact that my show is about scaling. So if you all <laughs> sure. are listening and if you ever want to one, if you're wondering about scaling your business, I mean, this is the definition of scaling. Like this is <laughs> another level, man. And oh my goodness. It, and so it, it is a multi-million dollar media. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so what we do is we, you know, uh, we, we end up collecting like a ro- royalties, right. From these yeah. areas. And so, we went from proving out kind of the original business. I call it the ground zero business. You know, so if you're listening and you've got a hustle that you know, you've, you've perfected in a certain location, you know, it's location specific, but you have, you know, you developed systems, processes, ways to do it. Um, it, it a licensing is a great option, 
to expand your business to where basically you've got all these systems, but maybe you don't want to like go, you know, rebuild the business in a different state, but somebody else wants to, you've done all the groundwork, you know how to make money, you know, like, you know how to do all that stuff. If you've got a successful business, especially right now, if you've made it through COVID. And so other entrepreneurs can license the rights to use it. And then you go into more of a support role, right? You help them run their business. And then you actually don't have any of the risk of running the business yourself, if that makes sense. And bro, you picked an awesome niche, just weddings, everybody <laughs> is getting married. I mean, even with yeah. what's going on, I'm still seeing weddings going on right. in my media circle. So nothing is stopping people getting married. And Oh my goodness. You took photography and videography to a whole nother level. <laughs> Interesting fact. I mean, that's, how I started was doing photography and videography. I, I didn't see the opportunity because I, I saw that photography was getting diluted and I was just like, man, I want to do something bigger, but man, you stuck with that and took it to another <laughs> level. So that's it, a lesson it's in itself. Kind of what you said is, is that's one of the reasons this whole started too, is like, you know, photography in the last, like, I'd say five years really exploded in the sense that like now Anybody can kind of go to Costco, buy a camera, watch some videos on YouTube and be a wedding photographer. Whereas 10 years ago, you legit had to be like a, like a professional, have a college degree, wedding yeah. photographer kind of a person, right? And so it really changed in the last few years. And I was just frustrated because I was unable to book more for myself. There were so many people. And so I ended up using, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads to book myself more jobs. And then... You know, I had a, I had a lady who wanted to book one on my birthday and I don't want to do it, but I don't want to lose the money. So I had my friend go do it after training him. And I realized, oh, wow, there's something here, you know, like I, mm. I can send somebody else to go do it. So then I started bringing on more friends and more friends and offering video. So I would just sell the packages and then I would offer video and photo and send them to go do it kind of a thing. Um, you know, and, and I realized that these photographers, you know, that I was paying them a lot less than they would make on their own. Mm. And I realized that the, the need in the wedding industry that kind of we solved is photographers need help booking more jobs because yeah. currently they're shooting maybe two, three paid gigs a month, which yeah. might be enough to get by, but it doesn't leave you with much extra. So we were going to give them a way where they can basically fill their vacancies and fill that Monday through Friday if they really wanted to. And then we were going to allow the brides to, you know, really just like get, get quality work and, and a great deal. So that's kind of like where we ended up, um, you know, now, like, like, like I said, it's grown quite a bit, but I think it's because we ended up solving that problem. You just said is man, so many people were like, this is ridiculous. There's so many people here in the wedding space that are all claiming to do what we can do, but you know, they maybe just picked up a camera a month ago. And how long have you been doing this? How long have you been in business? <clears throat> For, so uh, I've been doing wedding videos since I was probably 16, but Tolman Media, real, uh, uh, two years ago, 2018 was when I like sent the first person that was not me to go shoot a wedding. And then 2019, September was when we said, we're going to start selling licenses and go. And now as of today, we're like international in almost, almost a year. Um, it's, it's been wild. And the cool part is everybody's making money. Yeah. And so like, you know, they, they bought this business. We had a bunch of training videos to teach them how to do what I had. How do you run your area? How do you, how do you sell weddings to all that stuff, you know? And, um, you know, probably one of the coolest things that I've ever seen in my life is that it, it worked. And, and so now our weekly royalties are growing and growing and growing. And like even past 
through COVID and all that stuff, I mean, we're actually growing in the business. And so it's cool to see like other, like I'm 25. So there are like other older entrepreneurs like that have bought the license to use, you know, California or like whatever. And it's crazy for me to see these guys bring their experience from their entrepreneurial field and journey and then like combine it with the Tolman media area. And so I go look at what they're doing and I'm like, uh, you guys are like geniuses. Like you've taken what I built that worked and made money. And now you've added all these really cool processes and stuff to it. And you know, that's happened like 60 times because there's like 60 owners right now. And so it's really fun for me to see what they do because it's not a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Licensing is basically just franchising with a lot less restrictions. So we have no requirements of them. You know, there's no compliance. They can buy it and go do whatever they want with it. Kind of a thing. They can change their name, just starlight media. Like it doesn't matter. So it's been fun to watch them kind of like change what we gave them, make it better. And in each of them are like trying out their different version of Tolman media across the globe. And it's kind of fun to see. Now, is it like a white label service when you think of licensing? I'm just trying to, Get understanding. Yeah. So, so basically, um, the way that it works is like an entrepreneur will own a territory. So I own, um, personally, I own the territories like in a different LLC of Utah, Arizona, San Diego, San Francisco, and Miami. So I have like bought the rights, exclusive rights from, you know, the headquartered company to actually run a wedding business in those states. And what I do on a level, on like an actual, you know, license level, company level is I run ads, I book photo packages with brides, and then I contract it out to photographers and help them fill their extra dates. So I find the best photographers in the local area. Like an Angie's List type. Thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so I'll, you know, I help brides book the best photographers in their area for way cheaper than they would get because I'm helping that, you know, for that I'm helping that photographer fill in a day when they weren't going to shoot a wedding anyway. So I, I'm going to sell anywhere from three to five packages a week. In each area, Utah, Arizona, San Diego, San Francisco, I have a manager who's paid performance based and her job is to literally just recruit the contractors, make sure they're up to our quality, make sure they go through our training and they're like mm. fully ready to go because we've developed proprietary like this is how you shoot for Tolman. Um, and then, you know, she makes sure that like the photographer shows up, does the job, uh, photos get delivered and that's it. So I've got a salesperson who who actually talks to the leads and that, that I generate, you know, I'm going to generate those leads on Facebook and with our marketing. And then, um, yeah, I mean, once she sells it, she hands it to the manager. I don't actually do anything as the owner of the business, except for look at the numbers, you know, for, like up my ad spend to try to get more leads and all that stuff. But I actually don't do any of the work myself, uh, because Tolma Media headquarters trains my manager, trains my salesperson so that I just get a focus on numbers. So it's kind of a win-win. And of course I also own, you know, told me a headquarters, but if I was just a normal owner, that's how it would work is I would, I would buy a right, you know, the rights to you to do, I don't know, Nashville, right. You would get the rights for a certain territory. We would onboard you as an owner, help you hire a salesperson and a manager, turn your ads on, and then your salesperson would sell, your manager would fulfill and you would make money. So that's, that's the way that we've done it. We've got 62 owners across the world. Um, that, you know, they're owners of the business. They have a salesperson and a manager. They're, they're literally hiring photographers in their local area, selling packages and fulfilling. But what we have given them, what I spent years building is how do you train the contractors and make sure they're all consistent? You know, how do you, how do you make sales? What are the scripts? What, what's important to them? What's a high converting website look like? 
what kind of ads work. So I've answered literally all of those questions through years of research. So this owner shows up, puts down a tiny financial risk because um, we actually made it so they, you know to get in to get in the door. There's really not a lot of risk. It's like mm-hmm. three to five thousand dollars down. Mm-hmm. The rest of the price of the territory, they can pay back performance base, which holds us accountable to make sure that they make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And literally, like almost all of our owners, I think like 95% have made back their you know, initial investment and then some in six months. And so now they're literally just making money owning areas. And the owner doesn't do anything. You know, the owner just like if, if his salesperson for, for Nashville has a question, they don't go to the owner. They go to us at headquarters. And so mm-hmm. we answered that question literally all the owner of that area is doing is just being a business owner, thinking of new ways beyond what we give them to grow their business and whatnot. That is awesome, man. And uh, I'm glad to know that you're in in marketing, the marketing space, and maybe we can touch on that a little bit. Um, Are you seeing a lot of results through Facebook, uh, PPC or organic, or are you constantly just, uh, growing each of those and seeing yeah i I think it's yeah it's a little bit of everything you know i think i think like one of the most interesting parts of of growing the business has been trying to figure out those two numbers right there's your cost per lead and you do marketing like how much does it cost you on average and then really most importantly your cost per acquisition Mm. how many of those leads before it turns into like a sale Mm. and i think that like for me yeah, we've used, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Google, YouTube, and we, man, we've done it all. And, mm. and what we're constantly doing is saying, okay, in the Google platform, what's the cost per lead? More importantly, what's the cost per acquisition? Every area is like totally different. So some areas, Facebook, Instagram marketing is like totally going to work for them. You know, uh, a lot of us and Canada, that is the case. But when you go to like Japan, Taiwan, um, it's like line. There's like an app that they use to message called line. And so we got to go figure out how to advertise on that. Um, but maybe oh, in like wow. Mexico, it's like a Google search. So really that, that's kind of the cool thing about running a business is you know, before you can ever scale, there's really only two numbers you need to know. Your co- if you're a service-based you know, business, it's a cost per lead, cost per acquisition. Um, you know, that's it. Right. And then if it's, if you're a product, if you sell products, it's your cost per click, how many people to get, you know, to get to your site. And then what's your cost per purchase, right? How many of those clicks before it becomes a purchase? And if you can get an average where those two numbers are, you know, it's almost always cost per lead is 20 bucks. Every four turns into a sale. So it's $80 to make a sale. If you can do that, you know, 50 times and prove that, you have an ATM. I put in twenty dollars. I put in eighty dollars, and I get back two thousand or whatever it might be. Right? If you can do that, you have a business that's very easy to scale because then you can say, okay, great. So if I want to make double the money, I got to double my spend and see does my cost per lead stay the same? Does my cost per acquisition stay the same? Has it just doubled? You know. So that's that's how like I've operated my entire business when it comes to like spending money on ads. Is I look at those two numbers, I double it. Did I get double the results? Cool. I double it again, you know, and eventually you'll kind of max out with what your audience like targeting is able to do. But those are the two numbers that I, I like always, always look at whenever I run ads. And I mean, it may sound simple for people, but to be able to look over time to see what the cost per lead is and ultimately see what that cost per acquisition is. I mean, it just takes time to figure that out because it probably won't be consistent at the first, you know, the first year or a year and a half, but around right. that time you may have, you know, an idea 
of uh, what to do. And I know Facebook and Google has different automated systems that, you know, if you know that they'll help you out with trying to achieve your goal and try to better that. So yeah, that totally. that's awesome. And I, I, I'm just amazed how you have really no limits. I know there's a, a <laughs> BET show come on right now. No limit master P I look up to him too with his mind. You gotta have the same mind as, Really no limit to what, I mean, I'm talking about Mexico. You're talking about Japan. You're talking about, oh my goodness, you have to change these, uh, landing pages and oh, yeah. ads and everything to fit their language and have, oh man, man. <laughs> you didn't stop. You know, I know personally, I probably would have been like, all right, let's just do the English speaking countries maybe in Europe, yeah, yeah, United States. But I mean, that's just eye opening to, you really have no limits and you know, it's, it's a, it's a whole world out here, man. And, and, and I'll tell you what too, like, it's kind of interesting because like, I think like just to not take the credit, right? Like, like a lot of these like Mexico and Japan and whatnot, like that's people come, that's current owners of the U S who have a connection to Mexico or Japan coming mm-hmm. back to us and saying, yeah, this totally worked for me, you know, in Nevada. And I want to, license it and bring it to back home or bring it to like, you know, where I'm from, can I do that? And so that, you know, it's, it's less like just, just to like, be honest, like me <laughs> being like super motivated and awesome. And it's really more like I, I, the product is good, you know, and which has it surprised me so well that it is it's like the same thing that worked in Utah, which is a very different demographic has worked in, you know, other places, other countries. But I think at the end of the day, like, it's just, you know, the, the growth is driven by like demand, you know, we, we haven't even run like ads for like finding new licensees, these, these entrepreneurs probably since February or January. Like we ran ads to like say, Hey, come buy a Toma Media business, you know, come buy a license to use it for like a month. We got our first like six or seven people in. And trust me, we had to like bend our arms because they did not necessarily think that we were real and they had no experience. They all started being successful. They would like sit down at family dinner and be like, dude, I just bought this business and I made like five grand in like a week. And suddenly like all their, you know, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles are calling us. And I dude, I kid you not, like in January, it exploded. Like we had everybody's cousins and uncles and they were calling us saying, I want a business. Give me, you know, Missouri. I want a business. Give me Seattle. And we were like, okay, turn off the advertisement. And we just started selling it to them. And then of course, as they had success, they would come by more and more territories. And so now, now literally if we have like an owner who for personal reasons is like, Hey, I, you know, I can't do Miami anymore or whatever. Um, we, we literally have a line of current owners that want to like purchase their territory because they just want more territories to make money. And so I think at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it has surprised me. Like, like, you know, I, I think there was a lot of vision. There was a lot of like, like, man, the real grind of my business was like three years ago. Right. Like dealing with the very first time when a contractor like missed a wedding Mm. and getting screamed at all night long. And that was horrible. But see, I had to go through that in order to, in order to like make it so that future licensees didn't have to. Now that was not the plan, dude. Like I literally never thought it would be what it is, but I was like, I was going to go through it once. I, you know, I had to go through it so I could like document how to never make it happen again. 
And then I didn't have to go through it again. And so I think like that was the real pain is like, it was not that hard to like take what we license, like take what we've built and license it out because we had handbooks, training videos for the manager, for the sale. We had everything so documented. It wasn't hard to help them be successful. The hardest part was like me grinding in my business, not making money because we were giving refunds like crazy, right? Like trying to get Utah to work. That mm. was like the real horrible grind where like, I feel like I was a lot more like visionary optimistic. I was like, we can do this. And yeah. we literally had no idea that it was going to go in this licensing direction, but because we had been through all the pain and documented it well, yeah. by the time that was suggested to me, it was like, it was, it, it was easy. We didn't have to go back and try to like, you know, remember all the, the lessons. So like definitely like, like when you go through those really hard times and which suck and when you like do your first you know when you like have your first your first refund your first angry customer your first bad tenant like whatever like document what you did to solve it and how it ever got to that point if you do that you'll have a real opportunity like whether you're going to write a book do a podcast be on a show you'll have opportunities to like take that problem and make it an advantage and i think if you do that enough times then eventually you're going to get to a point where you can turn that knowledge, the knowledge of, you know, whatever business you ran, whether it failed or did it, you can take the knowledge and commoditize it. Right. You can write a book, you can do something. So I think, I think, you know, it's like, like, it's hard. It's hard for me to say that like lately it's awesome. I love that we were able to expand globally, but I think like, I really need to thank myself for not giving up two years ago because man, there was a time when I thought that we were, we were going to go bankrupt and it was never going to work. And I got to thank that guy for like not giving up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And how has it changed your life? You know, being at the point where you're at, um, how busy are you? How not busy are you? How things change? You know, a lot. Um, It's actually been like really like interesting. Um, Like all COVID aside, like, you know, literally man, like this, this business, I was still running everything uh, last probably November and in December we hired a president. It's actually like an adult to like run the business who had an operations background. And like, all of a sudden, like I didn't have a job, you know? So like, I'm really not crazy busy, you know, like, like I feel like by, um, when I was running Utah, I did not have time freedom because I was so involved, but like owning the licensing company, I'm, they're going to go work and pay me 7% forever you know, literally just for like the years that I spent grinding. So yeah, I mean, literally I can wake up whenever I can go on vacation, whatever. Like I don't, uh, if I work, it's like, cause I want to. Um, and so that's kind of been the weirdest part is like, and, and I wish that like that automation didn't happen in the very beginning of 2020, <laughs> because like I tried to start like five more businesses during COVID cause I had that time freedom. Yeah. I was like, Oh man, I don't have any kids yet. Like I'm, I'm going to go and just like crank and just like start, start a bunch of businesses. And I, I think they would have worked if it wasn't 2020, you know, I I, I wish it would have happened in not a pandemic year, but we get what we get. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I I know you have time to sit and brainstorm about, you know, whatever you want to now, because you see the other side of having (laughs) a fully automated international company, man. So, (laughs) oh man, that's just inspiring, man. It's, 
motivation just to have you on the show, you know, and uh, being able oh, to. Thank you. Know. you. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So where can uh, people find you online if people are interested in becoming an owner? And uh, just let us know where uh, they can find you. Sure. Yeah. The, like I kind of mentioned, the only territories we really have are international. But you can email me, you know, if you have any questions or anything at Brennan at TolmaMedia.com. Um, we also have a, we, we built a course in the very beginning of the virus, right before all that, that actually teaches um, for free how to take your current small business and turn it into a licensing because we learned like a lot. There's, there's all sorts of like, you know, uh, information on franchising, but licensing is such a different way and actually a really better fit for a lot of small businesses. So it's just licensinglifestyle.net um, is where they can find that, or you can just email me. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we wanted to kind of like package what we've done, give back, say thank you. So those are the really two places you can email me. You can check out licensing lifestyle t- to learn for free, how to basically do every step. I'm talking hiring a president, tracking your numbers. Like we have all that stuff on there. So if you are a small business and you want to expand and you're like, man, how can I grow? I've got such a good business. I I highly recommend checking it out. Awesome. Awesome. And all that information will be in the show notes. And if you have any questions, reach out to myself or Brandon and uh, we appreciate your time, Brandon. Uh, Once again, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. Hey, you're welcome, man. All right. And I appreciate the beard inspiration again. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to make a course about growing a beard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bro. Thanks, boss. I appreciate it. All right. See you.